Welcome to the HTW Podcast, where your hosts, Erica Huss and Zoe Sakutis, founders of Blueprint Cleanse, the iconic juice brand that sparked a multi-billion dollar category. We bootstrapped, scaled, and sold, and now we're moving on. We stepped away from the juicer and into the sound studio to talk about this rapidly evolving world of wellness. We'll sit down with wellness experts and entrepreneurs for candid conversations and tales from the trenches, how they got their start, how they turned their ailments into ideas, and what they've learned along the way. And we'll bring you news, updates, and our unsolicited opinions on everything we discover in sickness and in wealth. Located at the intersection of wellness and business, H2W is your navigator on the bumpy highway to well. Good morning, Erica. Good morning, Zoe. Can you hear my dog snoring in the background? Um, once you said that, yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> kind of sounds like Darth Vader. So in case anyone's wondering... That's my dog, Irving. Murray Moskowitz. He's snoring in the background. He is not obese. He does not have a short nose, but he is, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know what his problem is. I think if he's going to hang out in the recording space, then we need to at least put him to work and he needs to like take minutes or get coffee or something because this is useless. We can't have interns sleeping on the job. Not useless. He's my CPA. Okay. His name is Murray. He does my taxes. Anyway, so I got my hair cut yesterday. You did? Are you happy? No, I'm not happy. I. <laughs> when is the last time that you left a hair appointment that you were happy? And how many times have you gone back to have something fixed? Often. I don't know what's going on in the back of my brain. In the front of my brain, I have good intentions. I just want a haircut and I want to feel better. And then in the back of my brain, I think there might be some self-sabotage going on because this is crazy what I did to myself. Really? No, I can't wait to see it. I look... So- just for just so we're clear, we don't always end up doing these little recordings in the same room. I don't want people to think that we're not just like always sitting together and we are literally inseparable because most of the time that is true. But sometimes we are able to do these little these little intros from different locations. Hence the mystery around your magical haircut, which now I can't wait to see. Yeah. Well, let's see. I was like, oh, I just want some really long, heavy bangs, like by my cheekbones. Oh boy. I want to do some layers and get it real choppy now that it's not 80,000 degrees outside and humid. So I was like, oh, this is a good time to do it because I get bored. And then I just, there's something very mulletish about it. It just <laughs> very long <laughs> on the bottom and very <laughs> short on the top. Wait, are you like halfway to a mom cut? Is that what's happening? No, 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 no. Mom cut is a long bob or it's the opposite of what I have, which is like long in the front, you know, all business in the back. I think they used to call it wash and wear hair. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Which I can't remember the last time I just like washed and wore anything. Like there's some maintenance involved as, especially as we age, but it's, uh, it's no joke. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see your long bangs. Anyway, I'm like a breath away from like Tanya Harding right now and it's not making me happy, but it's okay. I think it might, it's, you know what it is? It's often my upset when I leave the salon is often around the way that they style it. It's like not everybody wants to look like those like Kardashian curls, like there's the feathery kind of like, you know, maybe like the Victoria's Secret hair, whatever that look is. Yeah, nobody wants to look like Victoria's Secret. No, I'm like, I always walk into the hair salon. I I either look like a debutante or a newscaster and neither one of the things. (laughs) I'm not okay with either one of those looks. So... I understand. I feel like, yeah, you gotta, gotta like make it your own. I, I like getting the blowout in the salon because I feel like it lasts so much longer, but there are very few people. I mean, I have to say my wonderful stylist, Tommy Bucket, shout out. He does the best blowout ever. Um, he understands the contours of my head. I have like a flat spot in one area that I feel like is, it's very easy just to make my hair look ridiculous because you don't know where to add the volume. And then sometimes you err on the side of too much volume and I come out with like Texas hair. But Tommy Bucket knows a blowout, just saying. He's not cheap, but he's, he's a magician. He knows what's going on inside your head too, which I think is very important in a hair hair stylist, hair cutter, what are they called? Stylist, stylist, colorist, stylist. Um, so anyway, but, so while I was at the salon, Butterfly Studio in Manhattan, I noticed on the shelf and asked about a wonderful product called Nutrafol. <laughs> um, could you sound any more like a commercial right now? I know, but so I, uh, I had been like, Post-pregnancy, there's a crazy thing that happens a few months after you 
give birth, you start to lose. All your shedding happens like three months after you give birth because you don't shed while you're pregnant because there's a hormone that stops you from doing that. And then once you're postpartum, Right, which is why everybody feels like they have amazing, lustrous, like their hair gets thicker when they're pregnant, but actually... It's Nothing not. to do with your prenatal vitamins. It has to do with the hormone um, fluctuation that happens while you're pregnant. So everybody stops saying, it must be the prenatal vitamins. It's not. But so you lose. So then finally, when your hair sheds, it's kind of shocking. And then every postpartum woman is like, looks like they belong, you know, in like hair club for men meeting. And so... I had been inquiring at the hair salon and they have Nutrafol and they were just like telling me about, and I'm sorry, I am going to sound like a commercial right now, but there were all of these, like the woman who was cutting my hair was like, oh yeah, so-and-so did it and so-and-so was taking it and they were like raving about it. It's got a lot going on. So you have to start taking it because you were breastfeeding and you haven't actually started it yet, right? Yeah. Now I'm done. Baby's off the teeth. Open the champagne. Open uh, the The Nutrafol. champagne was already open. I know. It was more of the metaphorical champagne because obviously the champagne has been flowing freely ever since she came out your regime. Yeah. In the hospital room. <laughs> <laughs> but when we chatted with Roland, who is the founder of Nutrafol, and I have to say, I mean, I just, first of all, I think he's just like a fascinating person. His personal story is amazing. And I think he just has such an incredible depth of knowledge on this topic, which as we learn, I think it's so important. Like, Hair loss is not a problem in itself. It really is actually a symptom of other stuff that's going on in your body. And I just totally appreciate that their approach with these vitamins is like, this is not just about your hair. This is actually about like what else is going on. So there are things to address stress in this compound or whatever you call it, this, this vitamin encapsulation. There are things to address, you know, your gut health, which is huge, as we know. But so when we asked, I mean, something that actually we did not include in the conversation with him the other day, but what we learned from Roland, I said, you know, how do you compare to Viviscal? And he was like, Viviscal is legit and they have like an amazing, you know, combination of ingredients, but it's from like old research from 10, 15 years ago. So Viviscal is essentially the Motorola flip phone and... Nutrafol is the iPhone 10. And I was like, oh, that totally makes sense. I get it. And I am an iPhone girl. Viviscal is probably like a pager. I want to just separate them more because they're that, that's how far ahead they are of the curve. Anyway, so this is a really, really fascinating show. And this product is amazing. It's, you know, it's not just for men. It's not just for women. And it's not hair loss. It's hair wellness, which is a different thing. And that is, that's an important way of thinking about it. Anyway, we're going to have, right. you, you, you listen. Yeah, you decide. Hi, Roland. Hi, Roland. Hi. Hello, Zoe. Lovely Welcome. to see you both. Thank you for having me. Yes, we are really excited to have this conversation because we love this product, Nutrafol, Nutrafol. How do you pronounce it? Nutrafol. 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 If you say it fast enough, you can't really tell the difference. Yeah. Nutrafol. Nutrafol. Foal is from follicle, right. Nutra from nutraceutical. From there you go. Natural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is an incredible business and we want to hear about it. And you're talking about some expansion plans already. So like, give us the drill. Well, how, did it, how did we even start how this? How were you born? Right. So, so I'm a co-founder uh, of the company. I started the company with my dear friend, Giorgio Statis, who came to me with his personal story. He was experiencing sexual dysfunction from using Propecia a drug that's given to men to essentially help with hair loss, right? One he of the came to you because... He came to me because he, he had read a paper that had said that there was evidence that people were experiencing permanent sexual dysfunction post-discontinuation of use of Propecia. So he hits the panic button and says, help, what do I do? And at the time, I was doing my own research. I was, I was one of those guys that was on that path of denial uh, just, I'm losing my hair. I'm losing my hair. There's nothing that I can do. I'm clearly genetically predisposed to hair loss. So I started doing research after starting. I was using, let me, let me back up a little bit. I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. And one of the, the, the drugs that they give you are Embrel, 
Humira. These mm-hmm. are these big blockbuster yeah, uh, billion dollars. All the ads dollar, with right? all the caveats mm-hmm. might include hair loss. Right, right. Nausea, right, right. vomiting, <laughs> diarrhea, sexual dysfunction. <laughs> so I'm using, so I'm, I'm, I have RA. I'm, I'm experiencing the, the symptoms. Uh, I've got joint discomfort. I'm not able to walk. Can't really close my hands well. I'm panicking. And so I start doing research. What year is this? This was in about seven, seven, seven and a half years ago. Okay. The company started about six years ago. So I'm doing research and I'm basically saying, well, what does Humira do? I wanted to know what I was taking. So in my research, I identified the mechanism of action. So I'm a I'm a research hobbyist, biohacker, if you will. Wait a second. You're a biohacker hobbyist? I'm like, a biohacker hobbyist. This is just exactly. like for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been, this is pretty much, it comes from my grandfather who was an herbalist. He was a bit of a witch doctor, a white witch really? doctor. Um, and um, so clearly that somehow, I never met him, but that was passed down to me. So I'm in my research, it turns out that um, Humera are nothing but what are known as TNF blockers. They block a particular inflammatory molecule that's actually responsible for destroying healthy cartilage. So I reverse... TNF is the the molecule. That's the molecule, yeah. So I basically, I then said, well, there must be a natural solution. What plants can possibly do this? It turns out that curcumin, which is extracted from turmeric, Mm -hmm. is a natural TNF blocker. You just have to take enough of it to be able to actually activate that mechanism. So that's kind of the anti-inflammatory property Correct. that people are right, using right. turmeric for. Exactly. Okay. So people use turmeric. Uh, really, the new, the new, uh, or rather the the next generation of turmeric is curcumin. curcumin right. Yeah. And then more specifically, curcuminoids, right? So okay. you're now looking at, uh, everyone's trying to figure out, I think that's the holy grail to the future of medicine, curcumin. It is the cure for everything, anti-cancer, anti-Alzheimer's, anti-depression. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory. We know inflammation is at the root of all disease, yes. including hair loss. So uh, I'm using curcumin for six months. And, um, in what I, form? Uh, in powder. I was buying a product called BCM95, which is now in available in Nutrafol, which is one of the reasons why we, we chose to include it. Mm-hmm. There were scientific studies that showed it was F effective in lowering inflammation markers like CRP. So I'm on curcumin for about six months. I'm feeling great. So clearly no need to take a drug and I'm seeing the benefits on my joints. But and that's the only thing you were taking. That was it. That so was you it. went off Humira and you never went, did it. No, I never, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, so I never Got did it. Humira. I basically okay. decided I'm going to take, I'm going to see if I can hack this, right? Mm-hmm. So I took that and made that conscious decision to use curcumin. Yeah. Bingo, it worked. But what was happening was also that my hair quality started to change. I started noticing new hair growth in areas of my hairline that had receded for quite some time. Mm-hmm. How's that possible? I, I had only been seeing uh, hair loss and not new hair growth. So I did a little deeper dive and it turns out that TNF-alpha, that same little inflammatory molecule that destroys the joints, is implicated in uh, a particular type of hair loss. Um, So I connected the dots. So it was clear to me that, well, looks like inflammation Mm -hmm. plays a role in... Literally everything. Hair health, right? Like in in compromising Mm -hmm. my hair health. So Georgios, my business partner, comes to me around that same time. He actually had complimented me. Just knowing that you're like a research nerd. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you've got the answers. And you were equally concerned about losing your hair. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I'm I'm sort of the community shaman. People come to me for advice on love, sex, and relationship. And and, (laughs) uh, and health matters. You should have been here like an hour ago. (laughs) I know. We did a whole session. Erica was trying to to be my witch doctor. We need to burn some sage in here. Yeah, We just ate pie instead. I have some sage in my bag. You do. Well, we got some pie in our fridge. We got pie in the fridge. Let's build a bonfire. Big old healing party in here. So, so Georges and I get together for dinner. What started out as a, as a dinner conversation turned into a six year relationship. Uh, we pretty much sat down, and and I, and I and so his hair loss was related to to um, what's known as DHT, which is a hormone that's converted from testosterone into a hair-damaging hormone. It's that hormone that is implicated in shrinking hair follicles. Mm-hmm. So that's when you think of, uh, when people say you have genetic, you're genetically, uh, you have genetic hair loss, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's essentially saying you have genetic predisposition to the sensitivity of this hormone DHT, right? So now the pharma's developed Propecia, which is now, it's the generic called finasteride. That is known to block the conversion of that hormone. So but you, can now, you can actually use natural plants 
Can I just interrupt you sure. and ask one question about this DHT specifically? Um, is this, I know we'll get into it, but is that pertaining to male and female genetic hair loss? Yes. Okay. So more male than female, but definitely fem- as women get older, they start producing higher levels of testosterone, which right. leads to DHT production. Right. Okay. So, so when people talk about female pattern hair loss, they, they very often believe that it is connected to the androgen DHT. Right. right? So, so for Georgios, I said there's there's saw palmetto, which is a natural plant extract that you can use to block DHT. There was a study at the University of Bologna, 2,000 men. They did a comparative on finasteride and saw palmetto. And saw palmetto turned out to have efficacy in blocking DHT without any of the side effects. In right. fact, it actually improves your libido. So finasteride, we know, what? triggers <coughs> Pay sexual dysfunction. Men. Saw Good. palmetto. Right. Look it up. Can we spell that? Maca <laughs> <laughs> too, right? But, we can okay. talk about maca. Yeah. So, so he and I basically, I, I had the uh, inflammation uh, story. He had the DHT story. And when we started putting connecting the dots, we recognized that there was a white space. There was an opportunity to create we were trying to find a product and there was nothing online. We couldn't find anything. There were and no no drugs. What was George doing at the time professionally? He was, uh, he had an engineering practice and he was also modeling. He was a model, an internationally known model for Zalamina. I love international yeah. So there are a lot of great hot pictures of him topless on his uh, Instagram, right? Um, he's got great hair. Everyone says, well, you have great hair. Why are you taking this drug? He was... He's like, I like it so much, I bought the company. <laughs> it was preventative. It was preventative. Yeah. So, so, so some men are in denial and some basically choose the path of prevention, right? I, so. I've always um, been witness to, in my, you know, dating years, the panic, the prevention. Yeah, prevention panic. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always sort of paired up with that type of person. <laughs> Where the, so, I'm like, you, you uh, don't have, you're not losing your hair. Uh, like, you, you, yeah, you, prevent, <laughs> preventative <laughs> measures. Yeah. So, yeah. So are you the type of woman that says, I think one of your hairs just fell in your soup over dinner? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I try <laughs> to... You want to do something about that, that hair loss. Do you want to eat that? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. So, so um, you and Georgia dream so team. we were looking for product. So, yeah. So he was a model engineer. We were looking for a product doesn't exist. So we basically started doing research. Well, we're going to have to make our own product. We're going to have to find our own ingredients to basically put put it put something together. Meanwhile, I have three sisters at home that are all losing their hair, all in their 40s, all of them losing their hair. My mom still has great hair. She's 83. And my wow. mom said no one in we were raised, she was raised in Colombia. Nobody in Colombia had hair loss was non-existent. Her parents had great hair. Their parents had great hair. Now she has three daughters that are being told that they have genetic related hair loss. Huh. So Myth, that. right, right. So that was the myth that we wanted, we wanted to basically bust, right? People blame genetics, but it's in fact epigenetic, which mm-hmm. I'll go into mm-hmm. in a minute. So in, in looking at the landscape, we saw there was a lot of snake oil, a lot of these products so that were uh, $19.99, $39.99, and people making claims, and the FDA doesn't really quite regulate those product manufacturers. So we basically created a product for ourselves, ourselves, my family, and we uh, identified nutraceutical uh, ingredient manufacturers. These are uh, R&D companies that have uh, biotechnology on their side and they're investing heavily in extraction methods in identifying specific phytochemicals within the plants that actually have the, the greatest uh, potency, mm-hmm. right? So that you end up using a lot less of it, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. um, so can you describe? Sure. So can you explain? Are there because you know? So neutrophil, follicle, nutraceutical. Can you just explain or give a definition of nutraceutical for people? Because I think that's a, sure, sure. Yeah. So, so nutraceuticals is, is the next wave of supplements, dietary supplements. It's basically using it. it pairing real science with naturals, really. So you, you take a natural and you're actually going through the trouble of financing clinical trials, double-blinded, randomized, mm-hmm. placebo-controlled trials. And you're actually proving in a trial that you can lower elevated cortisol, which is the stress hormone, in a 60-day period with a 250 milligram dose, for example, right? So those were the types of ingredients that we were looking for. Nobody was really doing it. People called us crazy. Why are you paying $300 for ashwagandha when we can buy it for $30? 
And we said, but your $30 ingredient is, uh, there's no science behind it other than um, traditional uh, anecdotal science. There's no proof that it's standardized, that you have the exact amount of withanolides, which is that phytochemical in the plant of ashwagandha, right? right. That really has the true, it's, that's the real medicine. There are players that are emerging in the market. So for example, we are one of those players using standardized ingredients uh, known as nutraceuticals to target very specific triggers. So we have clinical studies on our ashwagandha, uh, lowering, significantly lowering cortisol in chronically stressed adults. We have ingredients that have evidence of lowering CRP, which is a marker for inflammation. If you look at your blood panels that you can do at your annual blood Mm -hmm. check, you'll see CRP on there. We have evidence that our ingredients are able to raise antioxidants like glutathione, which helps clear out the liver, uh, catalase, which lo- uh, breaks up H2O2, uh, hydrogen peroxide, which is a uh, byproduct of metabolism. And that actually is implicated in graying. So if you think about it, as you mm. age, you produce lower levels of antioxidants. Keep talking. Right? <laughs> Sorry, colorist. But we're going to have to end our relationship because I'm going broke. <laughs> So you want to boost catalase enzyme because that helps break down H2O2. Boost that, that catalase H2O2 enzyme. bleaches out. H2O2 bleaches uh, melanocytes, which make melanin um, to, to pigment hair. So for us, it was extremely important to identify ingredient partners that made, that invested in science, that had evidence that their ingredient was bioavailable, that the body was actually able to uh, absorb it, right? And that there was no hexane in that curcumin, that it was um, maybe cold pressed or uh, double distilled. Uh, Because hexane is... It's toxic. It can be toxic. If it's overheated, it can be be toxic. Um, So... It's a tricky one, right? A lot of ingredients are extracted that way. Mm-hmm. So extraction methods were very important to us. I think that was a big part of what you were doing at Blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Essentially pressing juice, yes. right? And, and not heat, overheating it and not destroying way, the enzymes, et cetera, yes. right? Yeah. So, but that's the same, that's the same thinking behind mm-hmm. manufacturing nutraceuticals. So obviously when we introduced the product, we had no clinical evidence on the finished product that the product worked. So we basically uh, seeded the product with um, key opinion leaders in dermatology, influencers in the salon world. Uh, We went out to LA, uh, to Beverly Hills. We went to the top salons in New York. We basically gave the product to all of these influencers. And in no time, people were reporting stuff works. Like really, how how little time? Because I feel like I had a crazy fast response to it. And I thought maybe it was just like I was making it up. No. So it depends, right? So we manage expectations. We say three to six months. But the truth is that if you have a good, healthy digestion, you're going to see results much faster than somebody who doesn't. So that's so interesting. So that's actually how I learned about it was at my hair salon. (laughs) But I was um, breastfeeding at the time. I literally just stopped. So now I'm going to take it. And I'm sure it's safe for breast, is it safe for breastfeeding? No. Well, nothing is really safe. Uh, that's what I right? kind of like err on the I mean, side of. It's not yeah. true, but that's just what you're supposed to say. Right. So I did, I have not started taking it yet, but I'm very excited to take it. And I, I heard about it at my, at Butterfly Studio over here. Oh, I love on, Butterfly um, Studio. Yeah. In New York. And they were raving about it. And she was telling me that like three other people on the staff had started it and they totally saw a difference and blah, blah. Cause you know, pregnant women. Yeah. Once you have they a baby. Talk. Oh, yeah. It's, no, it's, they talk, but they also lose their hair. Yeah. yeah. Some recover <laughs> well, and right. some don't. Yeah. Right? And yeah. we can talk about why some do and some don't. Yeah. Oh, but, but my que- oh, my sure. question was, sorry. Now, when you are saying like you see results, like I saw, you saw results very quickly. Did you see results in terms of thickness or in terms of hairline or both? For me, it was it was also regrowth because I had a very traumatic medical incident sure. that I didn't know until months later because I was at my colorist and he was like rinsing my hair out. He's like, you're actually, there's, there's a lot of hair in the sink. And I was like, oh, probably it was from when I was in the hospital. And mm-hmm. it, it didn't even occur to me. We put two and two together. So that had been three months. So I went on Viviscal for like three months or mm-hmm. however long it was. And I felt like it was working. And then I ran out of my supply. And just by coincidence, I got a sample of Nutrafol from Megan because you guys did a, founders you made. founder made. Yeah, right. Yeah, great. And I swear to God, within like three weeks, it was like, it, it felt, it was thicker. I went back for an appointment, like not that long later. And he was like, no, look. And he's showing me like places in my hairline that things I were growing back in. And it was was amazing. He's like, and by the way, you have like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, exactly. Time to shave. <laughs> shave and a haircut. No, fortunately, it doesn't grow hair on because the DHT blocker does the reverse. So it helps prevent 
hair loss on the scalp, but it prevents hair growth on the face and the body. Amazing. Right? Good God, this yeah, is a yeah. true it's miracle. So, well, that's nature, right? That's the beauty of botanicals. So we have, uh, just to give you an idea, we have uh, one clinical trial that came out and published in the Journal of Drugs and Dermatology that was published in May that showed 80% success rate with statistically significant uh, increases in hair growth, density, thickness. So that was our first trial. We've invested, we have four more clinical trials in the pipeline. These are double-blinded, randomized, placebo-controlled right. styles, uh, trials, right? So we're investing close to $2 million. Yeah, now, you guys are putting your money where your mouth is. We were a small so company important. a year and a half ago, but we said we have to prove to the medical community, even though they're endorsing it, we had over 600 dermatologists selling our product without a clinical trial. That's unheard of. No doctor will ever support a product unless there's evidence that in a trial, in a, in a double, in a yeah. placebo-controlled uh, trial, that it works, right? But the we went viral in dermatology. We attended pretty much every dermatology conference in the United States where they have their med- ed- educational conferences. We were basically the darling because women, uh, physicians didn't have anything to recommend, particularly right. for women, right? So minoxidil, Rogaine, yeah, is the only the product stuff. that people or doctors can recommend, right? But that is such a pain in the the uh, arse to, to, to apply. Yeah, uh, it just feels th- gross. You're like right? pouring stuff. Gross on. is well, a good word. Yeah, it's a lot well, of I think things. disgusting is the new hot uh, word, right? As a right? woman, you feel <laughs> like this is something that men are supposed to put on. So I think there's that kind of like, you don't really want to use this product. That's it comes like, in pink now. So it, it's, it's, it's so you oh, should feel it should feel so more feminine applying that makes it, right? <laughs> but right, like we have our everybody's got their her issues. Nobody right, wants to like right, rub right, this right. shit in and then sit with it or have whatever you're yeah, supposed to yeah, do. Yeah. So you started in. So the company actually formed in what year? Uh, 2014. It's amazing. That's crazy. So we've been so, selling for about three and a half years, about a year and a half in development and research, testing it, doing doing studies with our family. My sister's hair. All yeah, let's great. talk about the your doctors. Sister. They look fabulous. Amazing. The doctors who we were replacing with were looking great. So we basically said, "This is it. Let's produce. Let's make a lot of it." Right, and that was the beginning of our production. We started. We we had our branding in place, and we just started basically selling it. And We've had a 300% increase in sales year over year for the last three years. That's amazing. Wow. And you're based in New York, right? We're based in New York. How big is your team now? We're about 48 and we're hiring another 25 in the next, hopefully, four to six months. Well, Erica and I are, are, um, we're on the market. If you want to, especially if you want to use me as a guinea pig. (laughs) Two beautiful entrepreneurs. We could use your help. What were we once described in a magazine article as having, um, what was it? Uh, oh, 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 oh. Uh, supple? Supple. Supple. <laughs> supple hair. Supple hair dudes. It, it was like the worst. Supple hair dudes. Dig like, ever. Hair do? Uh, anyway, um, yes. Yeah. But we could go for some more suppleness. Yeah, no. Sure. When you when you say that, you know, you had all of these studies where people, like their cortisone levels and they were giving doses of X, Y, and Z. I mean, I, can some, I'm stressed out. I want to be part of these studies. I know. I know, right? Right, right, right. Give me something. And so people underestimate what stress does to the human body. Yeah, let's talk about stress. I mean, stress can unravel your DNA and essentially change the way that your DNA is intended to be scripted. So that's the... So lifestyle, right? So, so this is what you were referring to when you were talking about your sisters and epigenetics. They were all stressed out, right? So um, a, a postpartum could be uh, as a result of highly elevated cortisol levels, right? So I always ask, why do some women postpartum not recover from hair loss? Well, they probably had elevated cortisol levels to begin with. It's stressful, right? Uh, and yeah. then you have a physical stressor like uh, a, a, a vaginal birth or C-section that triggers the cortisol response to produce high, uh, more cortisol levels. Now you've stacked previous existing cortisol with this new stressor. Can and I get this in an IV form? Can you just <laughs> stick it into my arm that's right so now? That's so funny. But that's why there have been no developments in the drug world because doctors so minoxidil was the only choice. I'm going to back for, mm-hmm. back tie it all together. Minoxidil was the only uh, thing available for women doctors to recommend to women. It didn't really quite work for everyone. It was a pain to apply. The issue is that doctors don't have a stress pill to give to women. And so if you don't have a drug uh, that lowers stress levels... Then it doesn't matter uh, what you're putting on your head. Women are left holding uh, the, an empty bag. There's no, there's no solution for them. Right. right? So the they're point's... left... Uh, you're on your own, basically. Right. You have to take everything into account because it's all kind of working together. Well, that's not... People don't see it. Uh, but Western you, medicine didn't right, see it that yes. way. Exactly. 
So Western medicine sees hair loss as a disease, mm-hmm. right? And so until a pharma finds a drug that can target a single molecule, we're all going to basically sit back and wait. We as a company really shifted that paradigm in hair loss treatment by introducing the concept of it's got nothing to do with a, a gene and a single molecule. It's multifactorial. It's yes. So it's essentially a symptom. It's a a multitude of triggers that hair loss is a symptom. So it's a multitude of triggers. The the accumulation of those triggers leads to hair loss. So what are they? Uh, Stress hormones, Mm -hmm. uh, inflammation, which could be caused by lifestyle. Uh, Stress triggers inflammation. Inflammation Mm -hmm. begets inflammation. Mm -hmm. So now you create this downward spiral and then it gets too far. It becomes a disease, right? And then you can't unravel it. You're just like, where do I start? How do I start peeling this apart? So you you can reverse uh, some of that, uh, those genetic mutations mm-hmm. uh, with the use of botanicals. There's plenty of uh, uh, studies in the literature on on how epigenetics changes genes. Programming. Yeah. And programming and then how you can actually reverse it by introducing botanicals, right? So some of the other factors are free radicals, oxidative stress, DHT, and then finally inflammation causes uh, what's called vasoconstriction. So the capillaries that carry the blood with nutrients and oxygen to the follicles constrict. So essentially the blood supply is cut off. So you have to reverse all of those those triggers. With plants, it can be done. Drugs can't do that. And that's why it's been 40 years since the FDA has approved anything for uh, for, for compromised hair health, which so, is very interesting. But what, I mean, it's beyond interesting because what you're essentially saying, if I'm understanding correctly, is not only are you kind of focusing on treating this symptom of hair loss, but you're also addressing all these other factors with this incredible kind of compound Uh that you've created, right? So you've got like this magic stress and cortisol lowering and general just like relaxing, like Mm -hmm. rebuild your body from within that happens to result in beautiful supple tresses. So you just, that's ding, 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 That's amazing. Tell her what she's won. Oh my God. No, you're absolutely right. I want to give you a hug. So th- the side benefits are are of of treating this condition or whatever you want to call it are better sleep, resistance to uh, uh, stress. You build a better resistance to stress. Menstrual cramps disappear. Uh, better skin. We have physicians that use it for hormonal acne. Really? Uh, so a lot of women who don't want to use spironolactone to treat hormonal acne, uh, we have doctors that will give them uh, Nutrafol to treat that because it has hormone balancing botanicals that mm. help with that. Women, we've had uh, physicians report that they gave it to their doctor. Uh, we have a doctor here in New York, gave it to her brother who had psoriasis on the scalp with hair loss. That subsided and he had hair growth. Eczema. I've had eczema my entire life on my elbows. Mm-hmm. Gone. Gone. Really? It has. It's the anti-inflammatory properties in these botanicals that have uh, the ability to obviously help with other potential mm-hmm. uh, uh, conditions. I mean, I, I will say, sorry to interrupt, but I will say um, I'm wondering now that you're, I'm hearing all of this from you. It's because I've been taking it since my new supply has started, probably about three weeks. And I did notice I've definitely been sleeping really well, which is never happens for me. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I attributed it to maybe some other factors too, because I'm doing all this other stuff. But I did notice that when I took it once on an empty stomach or like before I had eaten, but like early in the day, I definitely felt like kind of funky afterwards. Like, and I was wondering- on an empty if stomach? It, it, I mean, I, I took it and then I had like a light breakfast- and I know, and so I tried the next couple of days. Like, let me take it later in the day after I have more in my system, mm-hmm. and that made it go away. Like, mm-hmm. I, but I'm wondering if it's just because it's this powerful cocktail of herbs that probably made me feel a little nauseous. It's the zinc. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I was like, as a rule, I would just not take any any so, yeah. it was supplement on an empty, empty stomach exactly. right before eating. But yeah, I learned so there are some things you want to take on an empty, empty stomach, and right. some you don't. Right. So yeah. zinc is one of those things that can contribute to a little nausea. So you should always take. These are fat-soluble botanicals, so you should. The instructions so say butter, take it with right. a meal. All right, it's not uh, so. Take we. I recommend. I personally recommend a full meal, mm-hmm. lunch or dinner. So the more fat in your meal, the better. Yep. More of bioavailable these botanicals are to the body. Um, so yeah, uh, got it. I wouldn't do it on. So are there any contraindications? Like, so if you had, you were talking earlier about sort of restricting blood 
festival? Like, so if you're on blood thinners or something That's like that, question. is there anything that is going to conflict with taking so, a Sure. Shot? So it's a good question. So, yes. Yeah, so some of the botanicals, we have a tocotrenol, which is a super vitamin E. Uh, vitamin E is, is predominantly tocopherol. Tocotrenols is a relatively new discovery, and it's 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 40 times more potent as an antioxidant than traditional vitamin E. That's a natural blood thinner. So if you're taking Coumadin or Warfarin, if you had a stroke or a heart surgery, uh, it's, it's, we suggest not to use it until you speak to your doctor, mm-hmm. right? Because it's basically doing what some of those blood thinners are already doing. So mm-hmm. you don't want to overthin. You, right. you don't want to bleed out. You don't want to bleed out. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but you're yeah. not necessarily going right. to take it right. instead of those things right. either because exactly. you're it, not claiming. No, of course yeah. not. No, yeah. no, never. So, um, so back to the, um, the, the vasoconstriction. Three of the botanicals increase nitric oxide production. Elevating those levels contributes to vasodilation. So it actually improves microcirculation. Mm. So if you can open up those capillaries, uh, increasing nitric oxide, you have a, a better flow of blood flow to the follicles. So are you able to, to say that this is beneficial for cardiovascular, no, overall cardiovascular? No, 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 no. no. We, can't say, we can't even say, uh, we refer to it as hair thinning or not even, we talk about compromised hair health because the FDA okay. still sees hair loss as a disease. Right, it's not even um, in the right category or yeah, bucket. So, so you have to be careful in how you market. It, right? Yeah, and so we're we um we we're and we're really focused more on hair wellness rather than hair loss. If you mm-hmm. think about it, right? It's it's you may not have hair loss, but you certainly are looking to improve your mm-hmm. hair. Right. And what are those? What are you looking to improve? Maybe you want to make Sickness, it longer, yeah, thicker. Um, so yeah, so we we our focus is hair wellness rather than hair loss, and we want to try to separate ourselves from all that snake oil out there. Even though we've got the studies, right? Right. Yeah. And, and the brand is 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 um we're at that point. We're almost tipping to the point where people know uh, what the brand, what the product does. So, um, right, uh, yeah. Which, I mean, again, I think especially in this world of, like you say, you know, there is so much snake oil, especially having to do with these very targeted type products. It's obviously so refreshing to actually know that you really do have the white paper and legitimate science on this. And it's, again, addressing a whole host of other issues besides just the hair issue. But obviously that's the one that, you know, people want to talk about because oftentimes we don't and we see so many more male, you know, male focused hair products right. out there. Um, nothing and f- for women. Nothing for women or yeah. it's very marginalized. It's very much like a hush hush thing because yeah. women are embarrassed to talk about, yeah. you know, I mean, my mother, I remember went through it like years ago, probably from stress. And she, there was nothing available at the time. I think she got some like random, I think it was like a pink box of Rogaine or something. Oh, maybe a little biotin. Maybe, but like you, biotin's kind of bullshit too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, let's, uh, talk let's talk about biotin, about, yeah, let's, let's and the, bust that biotin. Let's bust this bullshit right? around because it, it. Because it really, biotin is a prescription for endless hope. And, and Aww, I, I can say that with so authority, sad. right? It's really sad. So until we came into the, into the physician channel, uh, Biotin, and, and it still is a problem. I'll, I'll tell you what's happening. The medical community to this day are training residents in, in residency to recommend 5,000 micrograms of biotin mm-hmm. and minoxidil to women. And so when I, I challenge the residents and some Is there white paper on biotin? Well, so last year, Dr. Jerry Shapiro at NYU, he's a world-renowned hair researcher. He's brilliant. Uh, he published a paper on the media infatuation on biotin, and he basically busted the myth. He, he did a meta-analysis of the literature and reviewed all the studies that were ever published on biotin. And his conclusion was, there's nothing in the literature that supports biotin for hair loss mm. or hair growth. And nothing. so the medical community, nothing. just without any proof or any yes. science behind it, just no, got on the bandwagon. That, I scratch my head because I ask myself, why? So I'll ask How? the residents, why? Why are you? It's coming from the top. So yeah. that's actually a personal pet project of mine is to change the standard and guidelines so that we can help people and not misdirect them down the wrong path. They're essentially prescribing a placebo. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they're doing. The argument is... Well, it's not going to hurt. Them. It's not going to hurt. Right. It's not going to hurt. Like the right. biotin council needs a little mm. attention. So <laughs> who can we pay to announce that, you know, we have some miracle? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, my mom, I mean, 5,000 milligram, micrograms a day. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and so fortunately for us, the FDA issued a warning. Uh, some Someone died uh, after uh, being admitted to a hospital. They did a troponin test. And apparently because the, tr- and the test came back negative, there was no elevated troponin. That's when they test to see if you've had a heart attack mm. or not. 
not. Mm-hmm. And it came back negative. Turns out he, he died. Uh, and be- apparently the bi- he was taking high levels of biotin and it, they confirmed that those high levels of biotin interfered with those blood test results. Oh. So there was a warning issued about six, seven months ago. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say the biotin actually no. killed him. No, 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 no. No, no, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. he had right? a heart attack from the biotin. Just, it was just the bad blood. It interfered yeah, with exactly. his blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so back to, so my, our hope is that um, the physicians that we're working with will obviously no longer recommend biotin. Mm-hmm. They now have a, a botanical and nutraceutical to recommend like Nutrafol, which is a blessing, but you still have thousands of physicians out there that are still talking about it. And you have hundreds of thousands of hairstylists. Mm-hmm. Remember their first line of defense, yep. right? When you, as a woman, you, you sit in that chair and the stylist says, you're, you're thinning. Uh, yeah. And, um, and he says, you need to get on biotin. Right? And so we're, our hope is that in the next year or two, we'll be able to dispel that biotin myth and, and encourage people to do their homework and, and to do research. And, and, and you, if you do your homework, you'll see that there's no reason to use biotin. Or you right. just go to these sort of like mommy and mommy and me, you know, postpartum groups. <laughs> and out there, like a Tupperware my party. hairdresser was telling me when I got my hair cut first time postpartum. And I was like, oh my God, my hairline is like, it's all falling out now. Because you know, when you're pregnant, you don't lose any of your hair because of whatever hormone is active. Progesterone. Yes. So, and everyone thinks it's because you're like taking all your prenatal vitamins and everything, mm. but it's not. It has nothing to <laughs> no, do with no. that. It has to do with the fact that that hormone is doing what it's doing. So then about three months after you give birth, that hormone goes back. And then you start to lose all, you start to shed all of that hair that you would have during the year that you were pregnant. So everyone's like, I'm losing all my hair. But it's, you know, it's a hormonal fluctuation that's happening and your body's responding to it. But so anyway, so you get this sort of ring around your your hairline that starts to like recede. And you could see I have all these crazy baby hairs growing Mm -hmm. back now. Thank God. See, yeah, this is yeah. what 15 months. So happy for you. Baby. I know I'm happy for me too. <laughs> so, but he, but my hairdresser was like, oh my God, like my, my friend or whoever was, was recently at, you know, having the same experience. She was at like a mommy and me group. And she said, it was crazy. I was sitting in a circle with all these new moms and it looked like a hair club for men meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was just like having the same crazy hairline like so and you know it's like the best baby shower gift ever is and to it's bring so a bottle of Nutrafol. totally i think is you know just like when you're done breastfeeding when you're done with the whatever it is start this immediately but um you know and it's so it's so exaggerated i'm sure cuz yeah. they're all all wearing the crazy mom bun the right. hair's pulled no back no one slept yeah, yeah. So oh my god um, if you want to speak, I can I can share a couple of thoughts for those your friends who are in that hair club for women meeting. <laughs> Please, uh, let's talk so, about the so yeah why moms. why why right so so hormones post uh, post uh, partum are in flux as you said so uh, progesterone uh, tanks estrogen uh, skyrockets and what more often than not many women end up in estrogen dominance right we we all know about estrogen dominance it obviously it's 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 a, estrogen dominance is a problem based right. on uh, our foods what we drink uh, drinking water out of a plastic bottle can contribute to that but in this case if your liver is not uh, healthy you may accumulate uh, higher levels of estrogen in your liver, which Ruh-roh. essentially get recycled. and <laughs> Take your milk thistle. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I win. We'll be introducing that. Or uh, just stop drinking soon. buckets of tequila every Or night. just that take too, your milk thistle. That too. That too. <laughs> so, um, so estrogen dominance, we know there was a fantastic paper published that confirmed that estrogen dominance is a breaking mechanism on the hair growth cycle. So the antigen phase, which is the growth phase, uh, they were able to prove that uh, elevated estrogen levels actually broke that antigen phase mm-hmm. and moved follicles into the resting phase, the telogen phase. Interesting. So you want to you want to clear that estrogen out, and B six and B nine, which is uh, folic acid, mm-hmm. great for uh, estrogen clearance. Uh, we're introducing a, a B complex for that reason mm. uh, that will have um, higher doses of B B six and B nine to help. So is that technically considered like a, a- pre-postnatal product or is that... Could be. It could be because okay. it's a B-complex, But right? it's a separate product yeah. from the original. Yeah, so we're introducing a lot of new products come um, January, February. Mm. We're introducing- so I was, yeah. was going to say, yeah. because this seems to be kind of a, you know, it's only a catch-all, products, right? right? You're doing right. so much with this one pill. Exactly. Are you going to sort of separate out each... Highlight every ingredient, create a little product line extension. So yeah, so we are entering the world of personalization 
And we, because we know that every individual is unique and that nobody, not everybody responds the same to Nutrafol. You, you responded in three weeks. Some women will respond in three months. Some will respond in six months. We actually have five naturopathic doctors on staff that act as hair health coaches for <laughs> our, our customers. So we now know that customers are lost because uh, physicians are lost. They don't know what to do, especially if you're not um, a, a researcher, you're not actively involved in these uh, educational conferences and you're not ahead on the science. So we're doing a lot of handholding for our customers and we're introducing a service. We've, intro- we've had it for about a year and a half now. We even do uh, hair mineral analysis testing for our, our customers. Wow. So our, our naturopaths will look at these tests and see hey, Mrs. Jones, you've got elevated mercury. You have uh, micronutrient deficiency. I see malabsorption um, in in patterns on these these test results, right? So what triggers malabsorption? Well, it's gut dysbiosis. So is this just a sort of easier, more straightforward way of, you know, an alternative to doing your blood work, right? Or, uh, so you're analyzing a strand of hair. Are you yes, able to exactly. tell the same? We can we can see a lot, right? So and we can see enough to say you may not be responding because you clearly have a deficiency in gut biodiversity because maybe you did uh, a, a course of antibiotics in the last uh, 20 years and your gut never recovered right. or you have chronic stress because I see chronic stress in your results. And that chronic stress can lead to a compromised gut. So if your gut is compromised, your hydrochloric acid levels are low, your microbiota is... You're getting all this from a strand test? You're getting all this from a strand test? From a strand test. That's yeah, amazing. After I gave test. like three pints That's of blood That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Seriously. Exactly, exactly. I went to the doctor just yesterday and I gave eight vials of blood... I couldn't even look at how I much they took. Look. I know. I never look. Oh my god! Next time I'm going to just give them a strand of my hair and be like, "Call me." Yeah, I'm we'll fine with everyone else's you, blood. Yeah. My blood. I, I brought I scissors so I can clip your hair before I leave. <laughs> really? Wait, no. I have a question. <laughs> oh my god! So, so do people? I mean, is this kind of like an added sort of experience? This is an added service. Okay. Exactly. So we realize that we can't just sell products to to people, uh, especially uh, uh, well, men and women. Right. Eighty uh, percent of our business is women, by the way. Uh, I was going to ask. Which is incredible. Right? Yeah. Uh, so we're. Uh, we're just we just know so much. I have I have um, five naturopaths. I have a full time two full time researchers. I have an MD and I have an oncologist slash botanical uh, researcher on staff. So it's the the, the what we know. Uh, we've connected so many dots. We have so much to share, and we're able to share that with our customers by doing these tests and saying, "Hey, um, you've got way too much mercury." You're either yeah. eating too much sushi or you're, you're, you have amalgams and mercury interferes with hair growth. How? Compromises liver function. Selenium gets diverted to removing mercury from the body rather than converting the thyroid hormone T4 to T3. T3 is the beauty hormone. So if you have... Selenium, man. You got to eat those Brazil selenium, nuts. Selenium. Not too many. Not too many Brazil nuts? <laughs> not too many Brazil oh, nuts. What, what's going to happen? It, to could I... trigger, it could trigger hair loss over, over oh, consumption of selenium, right? So, but... What we're so it's so fascinating to use so the the hair mineral analysis test uses um, what's called intercoupling plasma spectrometry. It's a big word. ICP is, is the acronym, yeah. and it's used technology used in universities in, in in the field. And they're basically you get a parts per million readout on all over sixty different toxins. So we can see aluminum. We can see if you're using deodorant mm-hmm. with aluminum. Right. Which right? a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. Really and it, that accumulates news. in the liver. Well, what about the mercury in your mouth? I mean, <laughs> that probably leaches into the body, which yeah, then shows up in your hair, hair mineral analysis test. All right, right. So let me ask you a question. Sure. This is obviously an incredible product and a business and you have these added services. You guys have so much science at your disposal, but not everybody can afford to necessarily buy in and get the product. Is there a dietary protocol that you can recommend that at the very, at the very, very core bare minimum somebody can do to at least improve, if not actually do the work that you, you know, that a Nutrafol program mm-hmm. would? I mean, are there things, I mean, you're even saying like selenium. Yeah. And- I would start with the gut. We learned that the gut plays a major role in, in hair. So I would start with kimchi. Mm-hmm kombucha, right? So fermented foods, um, yogurt, maybe kefir, any any probiotic foods. Mm-hmm. I would definitely focus on so introducing amazing. that into the it diet. All comes from the gut. Everything. All, com- all comes from the gut. 
<laughs> yes, it does. I mean, <laughs> it's just like that anything is new... that is the answer to everything. <laughs> yeah. But it really, it really is. Get on the train, everybody. Mm-hmm. Who's got their gut product? Yeah. Wow. So I would definitely start there. I would probably start with maybe less alcohol. Um, so, so I know, I know, I know. More How about milk. let's go back there to the gut? There are a lot of new studies on, <laughs> let's on, go back on to the bu- alcohol the gut. And, and, and health. They thought drinking a glass or two of wine a day was good for you. Now there are yes, these studies. And I was pro right on. I, yeah. I'll have my two glasses a day. But now they're showing that it's not Okay, good, but you also right? said you have to alleviate stress. And if you're yeah. going to drink the wine Listen, yeah. or it's, stress out about not drinking the wine. There is something to be said at the end of the day for solace of the mind. Yes. And I think that goes a long way too in stress management uh, and lifestyle. Yeah. 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 So lifestyle, eat less uh, fried foods, right? So less inflammatory foods. That's that's a key component, right? So if you want to change your diet, less fried foods. And um, and avoid Less sugar, sugar. We could make an argument for why sodas lead to hair loss. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a whole story there. Um, So less sodas, less sugar, basically. Uh, Less um, fried foods. What about Um, antibiotics? And antibiotics that you sort of find kind of residual uh, in your food. Oh yeah, antibiotics in general are going to I mean, antibiotics are worse. Kill your gut, but and what about then how they lead to hair loss? Trickle course, down into our argument. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. So that's why the poultry and meats that are antibiotic free very mm-hmm. important because mm-hmm. that definitely compromises your your gut and your health, mm-hmm. right? So uh, what else? Um, organic, organic really is. Although organic is a little more expensive. Than yeah, I mean, right? it doesn't so, have to be at this point, so, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be. It right? shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. So organic foods would be probably I recommend. Uh, the reality is that everybody wants to just hear you <laughs> say like. Oh, I just eat these three foods right. and you'll get on the path to, to you know, healing and healthy hair. Um, well, there's plenty of news out there. It's too complicated. Yeah, yeah. Our body is, is way more complicated than that. So about this hair strand thing. <laughs> now, how are we going to analyze our hair? And we're, so you're offering this as a service. Are people going to come to your actual facility? Like how, how? No, they, they mail, uh, we send them a little okay. kit and they send a sample to the lab and the lab uh, sends the results. And then we have a naturopath that helps guide them through the uh, the, the, the results. And, and we were basically, we'll send those clients to Amazon to buy digestive enzyme, mm-hmm. to buy a, that's not even our brand. Right, that's right. so counterintuitive. People say, what are you doing? You're recommending Well, you're getting there. You're getting yeah. there. Right? Yeah. And so for a year, and that's actually the whole thing started. We started seeing patterns. We actually invited 20 editors in New York, uh, magazine editors, influencers to do this. And 85% of them showed chronic stress. And how, what is the marker for that? What do you? Um, what is it, it was a uh, and... yeah. There's a there's a couple of uh, there's like ratios of uh, I think potassium is involved. There's a couple of uh, different markers that are involved okay. there. So we see chronic stress. We saw malabsorption in over seventy percent of those people. It's crappy digestion. Crappy digestion, right? And so uh, we saw in fifty percent elevated mercury. Everyone has a sushi, sushi once diet, a week, yeah. but I think right? the mercury has also a lot to do with what's in your mouth, right? As well. The as fillings. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had my all of mine removed about two years ago and I learned this. Yes. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. No. It's okay. No, I just wanted to know how, how one could actually have their hair analyzed and then what do you do with that information? And it's amazing oh. and very selfless of you as a company to right. say, hey, here are all these products. These are things you We're coming out with our own pretty soon, I'm sure. We never even told them. So for us, it was the, the naturopaths are doctors, right? They're PhDs and they basically, they can practice in some states. They don't practice in New York. Uh, yeah. Naturopaths aren't licensed. So they're health coaches. They're hair, hair health coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're recommending uh, products and they have uh, wonderful uh, relationships with, with these uh, clients and they're able, they're getting emails back. It worked six weeks later, finally, after six months, my hair stopped falling out and I'm seeing new growth. And so a digestive enzyme is all you needed to do. Yeah. To, to, what does to, it cost to have your hair analyzed? Retail cost about $150. $150? Uh, we pick up that cost. That's the retail cost. So that's a, That's basically, if you subscribe, it's part of your subscription. We, we essentially uh, pick up that cost. Wow. We've done almost oh. 2,000 case studies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, See, I think that's amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. otherwise, how are you going to know? You have to do so much blood work to get to the bottom of what's going on in your system. Mm-hmm. And that usually requires a trip to the lab. And before you get that script, you have to go to the doctor. And before you go to that doctor, you have to have the proper health insurance. And, you know, so it's very complicated. It's a long road to get there. These blood panels that you're talking about, uh, very often uh, you're not going to see mercury 
on those results. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see iodine on those results. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see cortisol. You're not going to see cortisol, 24-hour cortisol test results. Those are, the, those are the markers that we look for. Cortisol, iodine, CRP is definitely on that blood panel. So very often the blood panel will show where your thyroids are normal. Exactly. So right. there's nothing wrong with the you. It must be you genetic. Yeah. Thank you very much. Next, mm -hmm. please. And right. so you're essentially dismissed. That's what's so heartbreaking, that so many women are essentially dismissed and doctors attribute their hair loss to genetics. And in fact, we know it's, it's epigenetic. It's how your environment right. impacts mm -hmm. your genes. And you can control that through, through botanicals. And I'm just curious, sorry to go back to your sisters one more time. The rheumatoid arthritis, is that in your family? Is it in your siblings? No, no, just me. Just you? Yeah, I'm okay. the only one that has it. I also had thyroid cancer in 2000. I was the first person in my entire family to have cancer. Oh my God. And that was, I was a mess. I was stressed out in business. I was challenged in a business and it was 14 years of just working seven days a week and not managing my stress levels properly. Wow. And is that what you attribute it to? 100%. Oh, let me say 50%. And the other 50% is, <laughs> mm -hmm. is uh, I was taking minocycline. I did a long course of minocycline and antibiotic. Mm -hmm. And I oh. just learned, that was in 97. How long of a course? Uh, six months. And I just learned that um, there was a correlation between the use of minocycline and thyroid cancer <gasps> in a study. You I just learned that? Just found a study uh, less than <sighs> a year ago that made, made a correlation in... Uh, high levels of thyroid cancer in people using minocycline. And so I did my quick research and it turns out that doctors who are prescribing antibiotics to teenagers. So my PR, uh, the owner of my, the PR company that works with us, her son at 18 had thyroid cancer. Oh. So I called her once I read the study, I called mm -hmm. her and I said, um, crazy question. Has your son ever done a high uh, course of antibiotics? Why are you asking? And I, and I said, I just read a study. I'm curious. She says, as a matter of fact, he had acne and oh. the derm put him on an antibiotic for a year and a half. And so the study essentially confirmed that it's, you're zapping your microbiome. Right. The microbiome is, protects you from inflammation. It essentially, it's the control center for the entire human body. So you zap that microbiome with antibiotics, you ha you're, you're in trouble. You're just opening you're, yourself up exactly, to everything. Yeah, oh my God. A, right, all of your so for you, this is like the ultimate like revenge oh, retribution, yeah. <laughs> right? Like not only did you beat cancer and arthritis. I should be bald. And hair loss. I should right. be absolutely bald. But now you also have the company <laughs> yeah. that is now you're just literally paying it forward, which is amazing. I, it, and that, thank you for saying and that. And what are you going to do feels with like that. all this information? It is pretty powerful. So, yeah, so we have an obligation to share that, right? So we're now interviewing for a chief content officer, director of, of uh, content management, and we're hiring probably eight writers. So we're creating a publishing unit to really establish thought leadership. Just going to brush up that CV. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to write for us, I my dear? maybe. I would like to just be on your bandwagon because it's pretty impressive. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. really good to have you write. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. There's just so, so much mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. And your personal story that plays into it is really just, I mean, it's I like. can't believe we just got into it in like two thirds of the way through. Um, I know. Because it, we should have started with that because that's pretty powerful. And I think it does a great job in, you know, framing up how you arrived where you are. It's been a wonderful journey. 300% growth is not, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not too shabby. That. No. It's, we're, um, I mean, for Georgia's and I, this is the first time we've ever uh, done anything like this. I've never gone out into the capital markets and raised funding. Unilever Ventures, which is the, the venture capital arm for Unilever, which oh, is nice. probably the third largest product company yeah. in the world made an investment in us, oh, actually three, in, three investments um, in the last two years. And so now we're going out and raising um, significant capital to basically scale the business and really go global. We're, we're filing for registration in 17 countries, uh, which is exciting. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. And you have a patent on this? Patent pending. Okay. Patent pending, uh, which is very exciting. So yeah, th that's... Uh, it's, oh, it's, it's, this is so we're, inspiring we're, we're and excited. just so like, yeah, boy, it's not easy to get a utility patent. <laughs> <laughs> That's very we, uh, we're, we're, we're actually, um, we just presented some, some additional data to the patent office showing gene expression and, mm -hmm. and proving synergy, showing the combination of two ingredients here, two ingredients there equals the, the greater of the, the sum of the two parts, mm -hmm. right? So uh, synergy is hard to prove. We were able to prove it, uh, which is exciting. 
you guys are like magicians over there. I want to come see this operation. Mm-hmm. Especially with your grandfather. This is all because he was this like white medicine witch. Mm-hmm. What did you call him? Witch doctor. Witch like, doctor. It's a white witch. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not black magic. No, no. Good, no, clean, no. fun. Mm-hmm. Herbs. And so, oh, unfortunately, I think we have to wrap it up. We do. Um, that was fascinating. I feel like I could just sit here and talk to you for I know, hours. I just want hours to learn. And, hours. and I want uh, it's tales. So, from- it just lends itself I, I mean, I'm going to use a horrible pun, but I think, you know, there's a, the, the root of the problem. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we could write some stuff for you guys. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> so, um, but it does. It lends itself to everything. I mean, as you said, it's sort of this ecosystem and it's just, it's powerful stuff what you're doing. I just need to give I you know, a really It's amazing. And in such a incredibly um, humble and selfless way, it really feels like you're doing this for the right reasons. It doesn't seem like you're doing it because of anything sort of untoward. It really feels like just, you know, this is a legitimate concern for so many millions of people and you have really proven science and data to back up what you're doing and the product that fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so excited to see the product line extensions yeah. because you could take it so many places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That was so, so much amazing. fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening to HTW. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and make sure and rate us on iTunes. You can even give us five whole stars if you think we deserve it. If you have ideas for guests or topics, you can call our 1-800 number Yes, we have a 1-800 number at 800-674-1839 or holler at us on social at HTW Podcast. You can also head to our website at htwpodcast.com for more episode info and check out our daily blend blog to see what we're drinking. 